Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Christian, and as always, thank you so much for joining us. Whether you're a new listener or an old listener, we appreciate all of you. If you're new here, we're a podcast that dabbles into the worlds of creative individuals, whether it's art, music, photography, dance, acting, filmmaking, whatever, whatever the creative outlet is. If you do it or know someone that does it, hit us up if you want to come on, shoot the shit. We love talking to people and, uh, you know, learning new stories, learning about what other people do, discovering new creative things that we can enjoy. And also, uh, you know, like tangents, just like talking to people. So if this interests you or think anyone would be interested, drop us a line. We're easy to reach. So with that little spiel out of the way, as always, we just dive right into the episode, right into the guest and just get the ball rolling with everything. This week, we are joined by Chris Sherman. How's it going? Hey, now. What's <laughs> happening, Nick? Ah, nothing much, you know, just long work day like I know you had. And now doing this, so I'm better. Oh, my God. Right? Nothing wrong with that. I didn't bring work home with me, so. (laughs) Considering I do pest control, I'm happy whenever I don't fucking bring work home with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. It's a a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, Of course. It's great. It's, you know, we met at, uh, we met at Freak Show. We we got to bullshit here and there, you know. So one of my last memories of uh you was, you know, hey dingus, fuck you, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> from across the campground. It was heartwarming. I you know, I I hear it every time I wake up. <laughs> no, we uh we met what's up? I say, well, you know, they, they always say if no one's not if, if they're breaking your balls, they like you. If they don't break your balls, well, find another career. It's, I always tell my buddy Dan that he's like, why you always got to fuck with me? I'm like, what do I tell you? He's like, you fuck with me because you love me. And I'm like, exactly, Dan. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little harsh on him. <laughs> but yeah, we, we met at freak shows. Like we talked, but didn't talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really get to, you know talk to you and what you do and everything because you were a big part of it and everything one of the driving forces i know you're creative as shit and it was like all right perfect to have you on the podcast and also i'm sure it'll be mentioned again but we'll just drop it right now november 25th in uh it's lynn massachusetts right correct correct lynn massachusetts too much shit going on in massachusetts i never thought i would say that because i never thought i'd go to massachusetts so much but lynn massachusetts blackbeard's freak show pop up the first one ever sure we'll be talking about it more but if you're listening go check it out but uh yes it'll be amazing it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing period end of sentence <laughs> well, considering you grand- <laughs> you tell your grandchildren about, yeah, your grandkids are gonna <laughs> fucking love it. You're gonna tell them all about the shit that you saw, but don't bring I them. Remember when Blackbeard's first pop up? <laughs> Wasn't that like three months ago? Yes, it was. <laughs> but I've been giving my walker. <laughs> considering. But- Considering how the uh, like the fr- the first freak show went, you know the actual 
big event in Vermont. Like, I, I'm I'm really excited to see how this goes. And, you know, be a part of it and everything. But figured this is a good episode, you know, to talk about that, but also talk about you because you're a big part of the weekend, and also you do so much other creative shit. So for the people I do, that, I, I, I do dabble in quite a bit. <laughs> well, for the people that know you, but more importantly, the people that don't know you, why don't you just give a quick little uh, rundown of who you are, what you do? So um, my name is Christian Sherman. I uh, used to run a photography studio uh, up until a few months ago. Uh, and I left that to kind of start searching other endeavors, uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I am the creative the creative director with uh, uh, with Paul Blackbeard. So I'm helping him do all the design work and set design work for uh, for the freak show, for the big camping event that we did. We did all the decorating and we did all the, the aesthetics, uh, the games. I built all the games. Um, we tried to make sure that everybody had that carnival vibe. Uh, with the pop-up, we're kind of doing the same, uh, along the same idea. I'm just doing a lot of the set design stuff that's there. Um and trying to keep that aesthetic equally as going for, for that particular event. Um, I also uh, do, um, I'm a writer and a director and a production work for, I have an IMDb page. Um, I've done major Hollywood stuff, uh, mostly as extras. Unfortunately, I was in American Hustle uh, in the casino scene. Um I've written and directed my own shorts. Uh, they're mostly on on YouTube and, and whatnot. I just started getting back into film work and doing um, production design for film. So that's you know super cool. Uh, some uh, ind- mostly independent stuff. A uh, little bit of horror, a little bit of um, a little bit of comedy, a little bit of. Um, you know, uh, autobiographical stuff that we just finished up for one one piece. So I'm staying busy with that stuff. I'm also an actor. Um, I know everyone's like, "What the hell? What else don't you do?" Uh, I do. Um, I paint. I do sculpture. Um, I used to do construction for 30 years. I was a construction guy, so I was building restaurants and retail equipment, uh, retail spaces. Um, so I have a skill set in the construction industry. Uh, I was a general foreman for all the trades. So I was doing that. So when someone says, can you build X? And I look at him, I go, yes. What don't you want me to build? <laughs> can you, can you build one of those carnival games that you hit with a hammer, but instead of it going up and ringing a bell with a hand goes and smacks the ass of a person bent over on all Absolutely, fours. Buddy. How hard do you want to hit your ass? <laughs> <laughs> how, how much, how much velocity do you want behind that wooden ass? The wooden I, I, hand. <laughs> now I'm just picturing a wooden wanna, ass instead of a hand. <laughs> right. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to get strapped to an eight foot, piece of a uh, round uh, device and get spun around upside down and stop upside down and then get water thrown on you. I can do that. Oh my God. <laughs> I, the moment I saw that in like the Instagram videos, I, I remember I was high as hell and I went, I'm getting my ass on that thing. And then when I, <laughs> I messaged Blackbeard, I'm like, now, like, can I go on the wheel? He's like, of course, it's what it's there for. I'm like, holy shit, yes, because I didn't know, like, 
I didn't know if it was going to be a thing where like there was people on the stuff and then you as you know like you interact with the games by just throwing the stuff you oh, know no, no, no. fully fully immersed fully interactive games absolutely and it made it that much better just seeing the, I... the smiles of random people getting thrown on the wheel or <laughs> You know, I, I I know it wasn't something you built, like you guys rented it, but like the dunk tank when people started really utilizing that and hopping in, like yeah, yeah, just the smiles and just the just being engulfed in it and everyone having a blast together. You felt like a kid again. No, no, it was it was huge. And creating that, you know, trying to create that 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 atmosphere was really the big challenge to to do. And to make it so it was a carnival, right? I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to go to a carnival and you want to smile and you want to laugh and you want to have fun and you want to be ridiculous. And we were all of the above. Oh, yeah. Uh, we all of the above times 10. It, we, <laughs> we, I, I feel like every single person there lived it up the best way they could. And that was the best part oh, about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it was, we do that. Um, what else? Uh, I used to dabble in a lot of stuff. I mean, right now, that's what I'm pretty much been doing. I'm doing a, a lot of you know artwork and, and art stuff. Um, you know, and then uh, there's other there's other avenues that we run into as well. So um, I do, you know, I used to do voice some voiceover work, and I do impressions. Everyone's like, "Oh, you should do stand up," but I'm like, eh, "I don't know about stand up. I can do stage presence, but I gotta get really, I gotta get really worked up to get on to get on stage and and to do that kind of stuff." Like at the show, it was one thing because I was there and we were all wound up anyway, and it was it was a good good audience to do. But to do it cold, I don't know. I, that's one of those one of those bucket list things. Like go on a stage and act like a buffoon in front of a complete strangers. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so you you really do dabble or have dabbled in a little bit of everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that was one thing I saw you post a status the other day about looking for people to like act and stuff in like mm -hmm. a like something you were doing. I'm like, oh my god, he does like film and shit too. Holy shit! Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. We're I, doing uh, we're doing a big. Uh, we have actually we have a walkthrough tomorrow with our uh, director of photography, our DP, and our um, and a producer tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fifties yeah. fifties uh, styled PSA like Twilight Zone that turns into the seventies sleaze. It's gonna be awesome. Holy shit! I I can't wait to see this. And knowing that you have stuff on YouTube and everything, I know what I'm doing later tonight. Oh, I, I gotta watch some of this. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely, because it's going to be plugged in the description yeah. of the pod as well, so everyone else can yeah, watch. Yeah. But yeah, it it all kind of ties together, though. It's like you know, doing all that work, like in construction, all that being a foreman and everything, you know, goes to the design you're doing now with Freak Show and with the movies and all that. So it's like it's cool that the you know. The nine, the nine to five or nine to whenever you're allowed to go home, and because I know construction can be fucked up, oh, you know yeah, it's yeah. it's nice to that that's tying into like your play work, like your fun work that you're doing with everything. 
So right now I'm a, I'm a property manager now. So I'm, I work from, from five in the morning till two in the afternoon. And then it's, you know, then it's like, okay, well now what I'm going to go home and now what am I going to do? Um, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's like people come up to me and they go, can you build this? And I go, yep. When do you want it? And they're like, what do you mean? What do I want it? I go, when do you want it? <laughs> Just tell me. You you said you want this, right? Yes. Yeah. When do you want it by? Give me a date. <laughs> you know, so we do that. And then um, I think I gave you one of my other my other little ventures. So I also make um I make toys. Um they're you know BDSM uh paddles and floggers and dragon's tails and all of that crazy shit along with i make dungeoning uh furniture crosses and benches and other implements of delight um so that's another you know a little <laughs> small venture i started just driving off into the sunset with i'm like look at me i'm doing this shit <laughs> it's like you're driving off into the sunset with a whole line of different cars and you're just jumping from one to the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever, whatever, whatever someone needs or whatever hat I got to put on. I just toss that hat on and, you know, and, and run, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's a pleasure, but it's a curse. I think, I think that's how it says. Oh yeah. That's the same. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. You enjoy doing it, but then it's one of those things where it's like when when you get to breathe. But when I sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I I guess a good you know, I I hate the I hate the, you know, cliche questions like the oh when did you start doing this and all that, but you know, it, it, it gotta start somewhere, gotta lay the foundation. Right. So like with you know all of this creative stuff you do, what what kind of ignited the fire within? Like I would say, you know, more so like the the fun stuff, like not so much the construction work, construction, but you know the constructing of you know the set for freak show, making BDSM stuff, and then doing like the film and all that. Like when did uh, like how did that all come about? You know, I, when I was a kid, I used to build models, you know, so I'm of that, I'm of that generation that, you know, the internet didn't exist when I was a kid. Um, I'm 51. <laughs> so, you know, I grew up in the seventies and the eighties, you know, so we didn't have the internet. You, you got on your ass and you rode your bike and, you know, and made forts or build models or read comic books or whatever, you know, watch cartoons, violent cartoons, I might add. <laughs> um, so, so with that, it was like my dad, you know, my, my, my dad's an artist. Um, my parents are artists. My grandparents were artists. They did ceramics and stuff. So I was always involved and surrounded by creativity, drawing, um, sculpting, whatever. So really early, I think, you know, probably, you know, Right out of the, I'm going to say right out of, right out of the womb, but I mean, pretty damn close to it. And I would always just stay busy because that's what you did as a kid. Um, to getting out to that point, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger projects and bigger, bigger events and bigger stuff. I do cosplay work. I build stuff for, for people doing cosplay. Um, I think 
I think maybe in my between like late twenties to maybe forty, um, I was busy raising children. Right. So that's like, okay, but I was building things for my kids. Like, oh look, I built this for I built a treehouse. I built a this, I built a that. Um, but you know, once the kids are grown up, then it's like, okay, let's dive right back into it again. Let's 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 get your get your hands dirty and start making stuff all over again. The BDSM stuff really didn't really come around till maybe three three years ago, maybe uh yeah, two two, three years ago, tops started started dabbling in that um you know there's in the scene and people were like oh i would like to have this made and i go i can make that it's not that hard right i mean you know chances to say that it's it is incredibly hard but some of them are but i'm like but most of it's just real basic simple stuff rudimentary stuff and you go yeah i can make that and then they're like can you make me this can you make me that and then it's just kind of built and built and built and built and built but yeah i think i think you know, I don't think I was born with a crayon in my hand, but you know, I found one soon enough as I can grab it. You you were born into the artistic world. You didn't you didn't have to kind of find it. No, no, I was born right into it. My parents were hippies. Oh, all right, <laughs> that that explains father, it. <laughs> my parents were hippies. They they were potters from the upstate New York area. Uh, my grandparents were in the ceramics um in the upstate new york area um yeah always been always been in the arts in the arts scene it's it's cool like especially because it's you know you come from that different uh you know you come from like different generation where it's you, you said like building forts and all that like my friends and i were doing that but then we also would you know run in and play fucking game boy and hit the dial up internet because i i was lucky enough to have the internet but it took forever <laughs> I, I i remember waiting one hour to see a pair of boobs one day it was amazing and, and then i could have just put on the revenge of the nerds vhs and fast forward a little bit and you know i wasn't right. the brightest sometimes <laughs> you could have just gone under your mattress and pulled out a three or four magazines and just you know gotten your fill and, and been done with it <laughs> see see that was the thing i never had nudie mags as a kid never had them oh no uh, and it's like there wasn't even so much the uh the internet you know I would just put right. on Pee Wee's Playhouse and Miss Yvonne would walk on. And I'm like, it's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that was only once. But um, so like when you were uh, like starting to really, you know, go go your own path with all the creative work, what was kind of the first like the first route you went with it? Um, I started doing illustration work. Uh, and I was like a semi-professional illustrator for, I had a couple of t-shirt companies I used to draw for, um, and I was doing like comic cons back, you know, in the, in the, in the early nineties, um, get a table and sit there and draw superheroes and draw whatever and draw your own stuff. So that's really where I kind of started off is doing just doing illustration work. And then you know, okay, I can draw it. Can I, can I, can I sculpt it? Um, you know, can I make a three-dimensional piece of this and, you know, or, and, and go down into the art store and buy clay and do this and, and build something. And then, 
um, learn how to do that, um, armatures and, and, you know, looking at, um, books. Oh my God, what's a book? Uh, (laughs) you know, uh, you're looking at, uh, uh, human form and, and muscles and stuff and you go, Oh, that's cool. Okay. I'm going to try to get as realistic as you can. Um, so I really got into that. That was really my drive. That, That was like my big, my big dive off into it doing tattoos. I was not a tattoo artist, but I would draw friends of mine's tattoos. And then the, you know, I go here, take the, take the sketch and go down to, you know, whoever and then, and go have it done. Um, I like doing that. You know, it was always something, you know, giving something, say, can you make this? And you go, yep. And I make it and they're thrilled. And the next thing you know, they're walking around with a piece of art on them, you know, that I, that I drew, you know, that was really kind of a nice little ego boost. Yeah. It's something like that. Like I always found like, you know, know a lot of tattoo artists, but the people that have designed tattoos for others, I'm like, that must be like the coolest feeling. Like someone's willing to get this on their body for life. One of your pieces that they trusted you to do and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I have my best friend. Um, oh man, he's, we've been friends for 40 years and he has a tattoo of a, of a, of a musical note with a fedora on it and a cigarette coming out of his mouth on his ankle that he got, you know, when we were, I don't know, 25, 26 years old. So, you know, and, and like, that was my like, first tattoo that I ever drew. Like, like, you know, and he was like, I'm taking this down to Providence, Rhode Island, and I'm getting a tattoo. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Let me know how it works out. <laughs> uh, you hear that, Matt? Matt's my one of my best friends, editor of the pod. You hear that, Matt? Remember when we said we were going to get matching Weird Al Yankovic tattoos? Y- you never asked for my art on you, dick. Fuck you. All right. So now that that's out of the way, <laughs> we, we did it, it back in, I think it was 2003. We saw Weird Al Yankovic on the Poodle Hat tour. And when we got older one night, you know, we were sitting there and we we're like, we should get Weird Al tattoos. We were going to get like the, uh, I think I said we should get the cartoon from the TV album on our inner thigh or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But no, like that's, it's just, it's amazing that it's like, Think it's like, oh yeah, just you know, illustrator. I was doing the comic cons and all that. I, de- I designed tattoos and all that, but knowing you now, seeing like the things you've made out of, you know, you've constructed for freak show and stuff. But it's like also, yeah, you know, I've made films, I've acted in films, I've never seen American Hustle, but I've heard of it. Now I gotta watch yeah. it. But it's just oh, yeah. like, you won't see me. Unfortunately, I'm on the cutting room floor. Unfortunately. Oh, I know man. where I am. I know where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm picturing the scene, just like, all right, yeah, just, you know, act, uh, act like you're blending in and all that. And you're just like sitting there doing jumping jacks in the middle of the casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had, they had me and I, well, they call it a head to toe, which was meant I could, I was in full costume they put this seventies style dirt bag wig on me. I was in a full, full wardrobe and, uh, you know, I was in the back of the casino behind Jeremy Renner. Um, when he was doing his speech for the, in the, in the casino. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be awesome. And then, you know, I, I, 
you never know where you're going to be or where you're not going to be. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, that one piece was cut. And you go, okay, that sucked. But I, I know I was there, and I have the receipt that says I was there because they had that. I was in it and my uh, my car. So I own I, – I used to build – I know you're going to be like, what else did this motherfucker do? I used to build cars for uh, you know for hobbies and, and oh, buy them and flip them. <laughs> so I do – Hot rods, and I had uh, I have a '68 Fairlane 500 that I had, and they were looking for you know period cars, '60s and '70s cars, and I was like, yeah, I'll submit my car, sure. And they took they picked it, you know, and I was like, all right, that's cool. So I got to drive around the rotary in front of in in, in front of um, Union Station in Worcester like a thousand times. Oh shit! <laughs> and then they're like, who's the guy with the blue car? And I'm like, that's me. And he goes. All right, you can't drive your car anymore. Your, your your exhaust is too loud. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a hot rod. It's supposed to be loud. And they're like, okay, get in the Cadillac and drive the Cadillac around. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you you know worked on hot rods and stuff too. All right, let's just make this episode easier. What haven't? No, I'm kidding. What haven't you done? <laughs> but uh, I I haven't been able to produce offspring of the male persuasion. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I, have yeah. girl, I have two girls. That's it. My uh, my, no. my brother's got three girls, so he has the same problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm. It's all good. I'm. I'm fine with it. Uh, <laughs> but that, even though it made you know it was cutting room floor and all that, you, you got something that many people can't say that they got to stand behind Jeremy Renner. Right, I, th- I think that's right. a very big feat because Jeremy Renner is a hell of an actor. I like his movies. Yes, yeah. Well, the whole I mean, it was a whole. Uh, Michael Pena was in there. Um, Renner was in there. Um, I don't think Bale was in on that scene, so he wasn't there on on set. But yeah, it was cool. It was a very very cool, big, you know, Hollywood production. And you go, oh, it must be awesome. And you go, no, it's like a, a lot of waiting. It's a twelve hour shift, and you. You're just sitting in the in the in the waiting room, basically waiting to get on, get waiting to get called. But it was still cool. I'd do it again. Did you now? Did you get to like you know meet Jeremy and all that? No, I, no, 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 no. They, they, they. You are, um, you were sequestered. You, you do not get to meet anybody. <laughs> you don't get to look him in the eye. You can't breathe. No, you can't. no my God, no, shit, no. Um, they've got people in costume. That are there just watching the extras to make sure that they don't do something out of line. And then if you do, you get removed immediately. It's like it's like a very Gestapo type maneuver. Like someone you do something that's they've told you not to do, but you try to do it anyway. And then all of a sudden these people just come out of the woodwork and the person's gone. You know, you're like, oh, what what the hell just happened? Um, He broke the rules. Noted. (laughs) Not breaking any more rules. Damn. You know, if only they took all the people fucking striking because they don't want AI versions of themselves that serious, you know, like, you know, maybe she would be getting made right now. But holy God, I I didn't know it was that like, like, you had your phone out, no fit, no pictures. If you got caught taking a picture, you're gone. Not even like it wasn't even like like wiffle ball. I mean, wiffle ball, you get two strikes, right? I mean, this was like. You swung and you missed. You're gone. Like, wow. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Phone is away. You know, <laughs> phone's away. I'm not saying a word. My eyes are closed when the camera is yeah. not rolling. I'm just standing there. Standing here and I'm waiting for the craft services to open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I, I feel like this talk, you know, since we're in the film talk, I feel like this will be good to segue into what you do film wise, like when you got into it and like some of the stuff you say, you said you've dabbled like a little hard and all that. So, yeah. Um, so I do uh, a friend of mine, Rick Chandler. He owns uh, a production company called Boston Undead. Oh, he also also knew, uh, used to be called um, Boston Film Family. Um, he does a lot of like crazy exploitation uh, films, and um, you know he writes his own stuff. Uh, basically, a lot of sat- I want to say satanic cult stuff, but we, you know he has a movie he's called Witch Hunt where he's he's hunting witches, and you know, and I'm a you know he needed me to build some props, and I built some props for him, and then he's like, hey, you want to be in the movie? And I'm like, sure. What do you want me to do? And he goes, I just want you to get shot in the head right in the opening scene. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure, well, I'll do that. Um, so we do, you know, I've done a lot of stuff for that. I've done, he does, uh, uh, there was a, uh, another exploitation movie we did. And I was like some drug dealer, uh, that survives this monstrous OD. And then I come back from the dead and I'm like, not a zombie, but I'm like, might as well have been. Uh, so that was cool. Um, I do a lot of, uh, some, he has some, Recently, he started writing like good cop, bad cop, or good cop, bad cop, worst cop. And I'm usually the worst cop, which is fine. I don't want to, I don't mind being uh, uh, stereotyped. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, (laughs) So I, you know, we do a lot of that, that, you know, type of um, character, um, which was fun. You know, listen, I'm, I'm happy to be in front of a camera. I'm happy to help with the production work. I'm doing, I'm building sets for him. I'm building props for him. Um, I'm helping where I can. If I can even be on the production side of it and, and just being a small producer, I'm fine with helping out the local, the local talent, you know, um, it's, it's cool. And you get to meet some really cool people and do stuff that you would never, ever think about doing. Like, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to throw a gallon of blood on a human. Yay. You know, <laughs> it's... Then we're going to do it again because they fuck it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like you know the experience like what you were saying with like american hustle and all that and being an extra and all that and, you know basically clenching the cheeks so you don't get kicked off the set so you have a chance to be in it it's like you know that's what everyone dreams of but doesn't think about but like with the independent movies and having just being like that that kind of floater to help here and there and help with a little bit of everything. I feel like that's where it's like the best thing to, um, you know, like I, I feel like that's where the most fun is with it. For me, it is because I like to be, I've always been uh, like a facilitator, you know? So they'd be like, Hey, can you go get this? Or, Hey, can you go do that? And, you know, I'll wear as many hats as I have to only because I know how to wear the hat. You know what I mean? That proverbial, you know, air quotes, I wear the hat. Um, so it's cool to do it. Um, and when they call me, they know that I can do that. So I'm like an extra, I'm an extra tool in the toolbox, so to speak, um, which is cool. I'm happy to, I'm happy to help in any way I can for that kind of, for, for the production. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what makes it fun. Like we, uh, my buddy was making some horror movie. Like we did a horror movie before uh, he was moving out of the house and uh, I wasn't in it, but I'm like, I'll help 
however I can. So I did the best thing possible. Me and my buddy Joe took some shrooms and we, you know, helped with set design and making slime and stuff for this slime monster movie. And it was just like the, one of the most fun nights I had. Like I look, I look back at that. And like, you know, there was one scene I filmed because I was like, dude, you got to shoot like this shadow scene. And he was like, dude, if if you're so into this shadow scene, you film it. I'm like, dude, I don't know how to operate a camera. And he right, gave right. it to me. So there's a, a credit at the end of it. Our friend JD, she helped me with the camera. So I was assistant director and she was assistant assistant director. For a moment, <laughs> it was funny. Take the credit, run with it. <laughs> but it's like that's what I love about like indie films and like doing stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's the most just wholesome you can be in, like you know, the movie industry. Yeah, it's it's like it's like um, it's down to earth, right? I mean, it's not crazy stars all pent up on themselves it's not i only have to have green m&ms it's none of that horse shit it's what do we need to do we all pull together we all grind through it and we make the best possible product that we can we can make right i mean with with whatever budget we've all managed to scrape together um so it's, it is it's it's cool to do it's cool to see um you know finished product it's really that's the other thing that's really fun is to see yourself or to see whatever you've made up on the screen or go to even go to a screening i mean everyone shows up after the thing and everyone's congratulating themselves and, and seeing what's going on and talking about it and what's the next project and you know and it's it gets your blood going you know definitely it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun scene and in here you know new england is is tough um because of the weather obviously um, if it's not monsoon season recently, then it's probably monsoon season. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's a far cry from like LA or or you know anywhere else really. But um, the scene is good. You know, the Cape area, Southern Massachusetts. Um, it's it's a good little it's a good little community. It's fun. It's fun to do. Oh yeah, and now I don't know. Um what much more detail you could give about your current project, but oh. you know, so it's called, it's called uh, PSA. Um, so it is a, uh, well, we'll give it, we'll give it the reader's digest version. It is a, uh, a PSA style, 1950. So think twilight zone opening, black and white opening um, about the BDSM culture. Uh, so it's just kind of as a dabbling, you're dipping your toe into it, that slowly morphs into this sleazy 70s vibe. Um, but at the same time, keeping that very parody, very tongue in cheek uh, PSA, you know, like you used to see when you were in driver's ed, like death on the highway, you know, <laughs> ridiculously over campy but just fun to do um peace and we're doing that uh the end of the month it's a two-day shoot um it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking wild it's gonna be fun and and everyone's gonna have a good good laugh and everyone on board so far is super stoked to do it um 
and just they know it's going to be fun. It's not like you know if you fuck up, you fuck up. We'll just do it again. You know, it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not getting an Oscar for it. I'm not getting a, you know an Emmy for it. I'll be happy that it even gets finished and gets out on YouTube and everyone can share it and laugh and and share it with their friends and laugh some more. Hey, never say never. That's my favorite Justin Bieber quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, you, as you slowly part your hair off your face. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby. Or whatever, whatever the fuck you're um, saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited for it because I bought, um, I collect VHS and I found it was at a, a flea market. They had like a makeshift video store on like the inside section. And it was released by this company, something weird that um th- they've released, like done actual film releases, I believe. But there's all these compilation tapes. I got like uh Christian scare tactics, uh driver's oh. ed scares, and it's all like old like PSAs compiled onto a tape for those categories. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's we were talking about. I think I wrote the script maybe four years ago. And um kind of sat. And then um and then I was like, okay, um this year, you know, because COVID kind of came and fucked everything up and you know, whatever. And then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna re look at it. And we kind of rewrote it. A friend of mine and I rewrote it. And then we were like, you know what, this is really good. Well, we got the juices going, let's jump on it. Let's see what we can get, who can we can get on it to jump on it fast. And um, it's a quick production, you know. Basically, it's a thirty-day, thirty-day grind to get everybody lined up and get all the shit run, run through, and then, and then shoot it. So it's going to be like kind of like guerrilla warfare type of thing, you know. Everyone's running around with their head cut off, and then it's like this, you know. It's like what's his name? Um, oh shit! Uh, fuck it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it live, you know. <laughs> oh fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I see that all the fucking time. Why can't I? Think I can't of... think of the guy's name. I can't think of the guy's name. But you, we, yeah, we, we know everyone in the audience knows exactly what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> Fuck it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it live. <laughs> oh, I, I'm excited um, for it. Yeah. Oh my so God. we got that, and I've got another horror short that I've I've written that we're gonna try to get in before Halloween. Um, real, real, not super dark, but uh a quick a little short but fun to let your imagination run wild on that one so we got that in the works as well Very again cool. idle hand yeah. um there's devil's play i've done in the past i did a piece called um, p71 which was basically bad cop worst cop um that we shot i think maybe three years ago um, I wrote, directed, produced in it. Um, I did the props in it. Uh, pretty much it was like that, you know, just what else, how, what other hat do I have to wear to get this thing off the ground? Uh, we did some auditions. It, it was fun. It's like a 20 minute short. A um, couple of good twists in it. So people didn't see coming and, and which was, you know, that's kind of like, that's the payoff, right? You're like, yeah, that didn't, no one saw that one coming. Um, so I did that. That was my sophomore uh, my sophomore edition of short that I did my, my, my freshman edition was, um, <laughs> so it's called villains incorporated and picture every super villain. Um, specifically, I kind of picked everyone from the DC universe. Um, 
but picture supervillains in the corporate world, right? So you've got HR, you've got janitorial, you've got security, you've got management, and they're all trying to function within this office space. Um, and like, let, let the silliness begin. Like we have Catwoman is HR, you know, um, (laughs) I'm picturing Solomon Grundy as the janitor. Well, we had, we had Bane, we had Bane as the, as the house electrician. Um, uh, we had Otis and, uh, we had a, um, Otis from Superman. We had Lex Luthor. We had Miss Tessmacher. Uh, we had Nuclear Man. We had a friend of ours that does Nuclear Man. He cosplays Nuclear Man. That was so. That was funny. But that one was like all cosplayers that I I I basically brought in because they already own the costumes. They already know all the characters. I'm like, here, just these are the lines. Get it, get it close, and we're gonna we're gonna run with it. You know, um, we had a kid doing a Joker. And we had a, my best friend, uh, uh, my buddy uh, Matches, does a Batman. So we had Batman in there hiding in the corner. You know, it was funny. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was it was fun. I didn't it even was fun think. To do. I didn't even think of that, like because you were saying, you know, your work at like the Comic Cons and all that with the illustrations and all that. Yeah. And doing work for cosplayers and all that. I'm like, it didn't even dawn on me until you said it that you know, you have this you have all these villains and you know like the corporate atmosphere you had everyone from the cosplayers and shit it didn't yeah it didn't dawn on me that it was like oh fuck no we just combined both worlds holy shit like now that oh my god that's also it must look amazing because cosplayers take shit so serious oh my god so seriously yeah it was but it was again it was like it was like a there was like the double it was like a no-brainer like you want to I, I need a guy to do to be the character. Why don't I just get one of my friends who does the character? He's already got the costume. He's already knows the line. He already knows the line. He already knows the demeanor of this human. Like you know, like yeah, do it. You know, um, it was it was it was goofy. It was fun. Um, it was a lot of fun to do. <laughs> now with like all these ones that you're talking about, I know you said the new ones will be on there, but even these old ones, these are all on YouTube. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I, I can't wait. That as I said tonight, I'm watching them. Once we're done with this, I'm popping them on. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I, I'm so You'll excited to see this. Yeah, it's good. It, it's funny, you know. It's some of you like, oh, okay, you know, you can see, and you can you can see with the sophomore with a freshman version comes in. You go, oh, okay, this is first. I get it. And then you find the second one. You go, oh, he refined it. He he learned some of his mistakes. Okay. <laughs> see, like I'm one when it comes to movies. I love you know the major motion pictures. But I love the home, like the homegrown stuff too. Like I, if to me, it's like video games. Yeah. You know, video games now are absolutely insane, but I absolutely love the Sega Genesis. And that's my favorite because of how much fun it is. So it's like, to me, you know, it's when it comes to like way things are shot and all of that, especially knowing like when budgets are involved, that's kind of how my mind works with things. I'm not like, Oh man, like that doesn't look like Christian Bale in that Batman outfit. What the fuck? Like, yeah. couldn't, couldn't spring and get a better Batman? Like, <laughs> right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like I'm, I'm very excited to check these out. I'm yeah, very, no, very cool, excited. Cool. I guess we'll let's move to um, you know, you say you do construction. We talked about freak show and all that, and 
does like the design aspect of that and everything and you've used it for like set that like designing all sorts of stuff for different sets how did like um you know you don't have to go too far back because you said you were in the biz for a while with construction but when did you really start moving construction into your you know your your play world i guess you can say uh probably pre-covid 19 18 or 19 uh some friends of mine asked me to build sets for them uh full sets like rooms for um you know like and with with functioning crazy stuff you know i mean like you know, like it's much like the wheel of death, you know, that kind of thing. Like, can you build this and make it work? And you're like, yeah, you know, can you make all these lights do all this crazy shit? Yes. Um, and I was doing that for some, some movie stuff. And then, um, a friend of mine who's, uh, does fundraising at, uh, comic cons asked me to build a room for him, for his, he had a space in this convention hall and he goes, I want to make it so that people can come in and take a photo op, but they can also interact with everything within that set. And I was like, okay, uh, what's the theme? And the, um, the first thing that we did was like a medical theme. And, um, in, in, and his name is Todd. Uh, so of course he does, um, zombie leader is his name on, on, um, social media. So everything he does is always got some zombies or something has happened, you know, so we did this big zombie zombatorium, uh, which was fun. And then we got all these celebrities to come in and take pictures on the side of stainless steel table and fake legs and fake arms and big backdrop and medical lights and x-rays and all kinds of stuff. And everybody was playing with them. We had, I mean, you know, you know we had Jerry the King Lawler there. We had uh, the, the honk, we had the honky tonk man came by. Um uh, I can't think of some other celebrities. I'm 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 super bad with celebrity names. I mean, those guys I grew up with because I was a kid, you know. But yeah, we had a bunch of other, you know. Uh, Matthew Lillard popped his head in. We're like, okay, shit, like no Matthew way. Lillard's in here. That's that was that was awesome. Oh. Um, so we did that set one year. Um, we did another set. Uh, just with COVID, kind of you know whacked things out. But we did another set, which was um kind of uh parlor-esque um and we got uh people who were coming in to do interviews with other guests in other places saying can we use your set to do an interview and we're like yeah sure i guess you know um you know put some money in the goddamn tip jar like you know we're, we're doing a charity you know so if you're in here hogging up my my time you know give us give us a little bit of props for it and they were, yeah. they had no problem doing it. And that was really cool. Um, so doing that was, was really kind of like the, the, the stepping off for, for kind of inter making that connection and, and having convention stuff and construction stuff. Cause I it, literally, I'd build a set at my studio, disassemble the entire set, put it in a van, drive to the convention center, take it out of the van. And get it up everything, get it all so it's lit, it works, you know, carpets, chairs, pictures, you name it, everything's out the way I 
I built it to go in four days. It's just being used by really cool people. Um, any, you know, the general public, it was really cool to, to do that with. And then they're like, okay, what's going to be the next one? You know, then, then, then the, you, you start thinking for the next year, what's going to go next year? What's going to go next year? So, um, that's kind of where I think where it started though, was about well, 18, 19 for, for the larger, the larger sets. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. I did the moment he said Matthew Lillard, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 But, he was, he was super cool. And that, that's so cool though. That's like, you know, it's having not just, you know, the people they're enjoying it, but having like celebrities and shit come through like something you built and like, you know, made and everything. That's ju- just seeing everyone get to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And then they asked like, where did this come from? And then, you know, Todd, you know, so, um, you know, I compliments are hard, right? I mean, I, everyone loves a compliment, right? And sometimes you can take a compliment and you go, Oh, that's really cool. Thank you very much. Um, people are always amazed that I pulled this stuff out of my ass. Not literally. Um, <laughs> I was but, about to say, is that the uh, band? No, 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 no. That's different. That's, that's, that's a different topic. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we haven't covered that yet. We haven't covered that yet. Um, so people say, I can't believe you built that. I can't believe you do this. I can't believe you do that. And I go, yeah, I just, you know, it's like, the, it's like, it's like the Joker, right? You know, but it's like, it's like what Heath Ledger said, you know, he says, I just, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. I just do things. Um, that's what I do. I, they say, can you build it? And I go, yes, I can. And I build it. And then they're like, this is amazing. And I'm like, oh, thanks. It, you know, it only took me whatever you know and they're like what do you mean only like i don't I don't understand this only shit and i go i don't know it's just i'm very humble when it comes to that and and i try to stay off the grid so when these celebrities and other people coming in they go this is amazing who built this and i kind of like shy away so it's like you know okay cool you know thanks (laughs) (laughs) golly gee whiz i never thought i would do that before Now, with, like, you know, doing all the construction of stuff like that and everything and not doing, you know, building restaurants and all that shit. When did you cross paths with Blackbeard and start to construct, you know, these beautiful creations of Freak Show? Um, so I've known... Paul now for a little over, I want to say close to two years now. Um, we did some uh, smaller events. We did a food event. We did a Natamori event, and we you know had to do some set design from him in my old studio. So I think it was around there time about that time we met. We hooked up with him, and. Um, you know, and, and he goes, Oh, can you, could you do, could you build this for me? And I go, Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's easy. You know? And he's like, I don't know how it's easy. I'm like, well, it is. I don't know. Whatever. Again, compliments. Like, yeah. you know, thank you. <laughs> um, so we did that. And then, um, when we got down to really figuring out, so we did, uh, the before freak show, we did awakenings, which was a mid, a mid, uh, medieval styled, um camping event. Um and I built a couple things for that. Nothing crazy. Um 
And when we got down to start getting ready to do Freak Show, that was like his really his big drive. When we were talking about, we were brainstorming we had a, a board meeting, we were throwing out, you know, it's like throw out any idea you had in your head and see what sticks. I said, Carnival Games, we need a Midway. And he's like, yes, we need a Midway. And I go, yeah, we need like a, we need like a wheel of death. And he goes, that's it. That's the centerpiece. You're building a wheel of death. And I was like, oh, I was, I was fucking joking. Like I, you know, okay, I'll figure out how to, I'll figure out how to build that. You know, and I went home and piece of paper and sat there and drew out this blueprint of how to build it and went down to Lowe's and bought shit and started building, it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sent him some pictures and I strapped my kid to it. You know, when it was this this plywood, you know, and and uh, strapped my kid to it and spun her upside down. And he's like, it's amazing. It worked. <laughs> you know, um, it was fun, it, you know, and then it's like, OK, and then you really get going. Then you're like, what else can we build? You know, so we did the the whack tap that ass game um, with the one you were talking about earlier with the hand coming up in the in the, the, the mallet, um, the balloon games um yeah it was just super fun and then you know everyone's behind it and is throwing out more crazy ideas at you and you know it's just it's just it just takes off but um but yeah i mean not that with paul not very not not really that long um but he's got some great ideas and um you know, like I said, we're doing the the pop up in November, and and just a smaller version of of that. Um, obviously, the Wheel of Death is staying in Vermont. We're not hauling that thing back down. Um, sorry, you do not get to ride that. Oh, I'll but... ride it again in Vermont. <laughs> I don't care. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be. Um, it's it's been it's been an interesting interesting two years you know really with paul um and he appreciates it that's the best part of it like he just like he's like this is amazing and uh you know and again i'm like well thank you <laughs> it, it, it's like that's what amazes me hearing that too it's like you know me going to freak show not really knowing everyone and all that i would i would have thought all oh, you guys have been fucking doing this shit for 10 years like yeah. it's that's how like close everyone was and all that but it was like by the end of the weekend that's when i understood it i'm like all right no it's you know a bunch of just like-minded people just like hanging out yeah. and i'm like after leaving there like creatively for me my gears were going non-stop but i saw that it wasn't just me it was everyone like the yeah. gears were just churning non-stop like People saying they want to do a, a, like a podcast, uh, you know, the freak show pop ups happen, like just all these different things. The <laughs> at the end of my review, when there's you know the audio that Dingus got, that uh, you know, they're you keep hearing the song playing, I'm an alien, I'm an alien. That song debuted at like the last Marianne toilet show, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, it was just like. It, it seemed like it just lit all the fuses for everyone. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, that's, that's the signs of like an awesome creative community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, Mary Ann's got all of a sudden, you know, not all of a sudden. I mean, obviously she's got, she has a following, she does her shows, 
Um, and she does amazing shows, you know, her and, and Twink do, you know, and, uh, do Skittles do amazing shit. Um, but now it's like, it's kind of like it, they, they go into overdrive. Like now it's like a show a weekend or a show a week. And you're like, Holy shit, look at this, you know? Um, that's awesome, you know, and now we're doing the so we're doing the pop up and that we're involved in that and we got some other things we're trying to get going. Um or Paul's trying to get going and I'm like, just tell me what you need me to do, bro. You know, I'm there. I'll I'll do it, you know. Yeah, and it's, like that... uh... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like it seems like like everyone's in that boat. Like it's like he he was talking to me. I'm like, dude, I'm like, whatever you need me to do to help, I'm in. <laughs> like and that was like one night. He's like, "Hey, you want to have a Zoom call?" And uh, I had like a Zoom call, like me, him, and Marianne, and we were just sitting, just shooting the shit about the pop up and just exchanging all these ideas. All right, how can we make this work? How can we? You know, what should we do with this and all that? And it was just like, you know, it was just just spitballing all these ideas. And I'm like, damn it. it, it you saying that you've only known him two years and like knowing like after talking to him more about like awakening and freak show and all that, knowing how this was basically how they started and knowing the Mac, like what it became for such a short amount of time. I'm like, Holy shit. Like it's, yeah. it, it's truly remarkable. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Um, and that's just building, that's just building stuff with him or just being involved in production in productions with him. I mean, I've been to his parties. He throws parties and I've been to his parties. Um, you know, I used to do some photography work for him at his parties and that was cool. Um, and then it kind of like got a little more and then it got a little more and can you do this? Or can you do that? And then, you know, it just kind of kindred this, this friendship between himself and Mary and, and everybody else that's, you know, typically involved. And then, and then it is finally just, it just bloomed and you're like, you know, what else can we get our fingers into? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to have a rock fight? Fuck. Yeah. Let's have a rock fight. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, don't, don't tempt me with a good rock fight. It's been a couple <laughs> of years since I've had a good rock fight. <laughs> <laughs> you, you say rock fight. I'm turning that shit into WrestleMania 18, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm going down. Where? What? Rock fight. What? Yeah. Oh, and that's where the impressions come into play. I see. Everybody's <laughs> got to do an impression. Everyone's got to do at least one. You never know what's going to happen here on this crazy cult show podcast or who you may or may not get as a guest. It's crazy. <laughs> if I do it again, though, you're going to stab me in the face with a soldering iron? I'm going to stab you in the face. Hey, you're coming at my guy all wrong. You do it again. Stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Either that, or I'm going to make you have this watch up your ass for five years. <laughs> like, everyone's always going to be here, Scoob. It's going to be just fine. Take the mushroom scoob. I don't want to scare <laughs> I did not have a good time at that place. <laughs> oh, man. 
Don't tell Hillary. <laughs> Are you having a good time on this podcast? Because I know I am. <laughs> well, now, well, now that I shit and pissed my pants, <laughs> I'm wearing shorts. But <laughs> Doinks! <laughs> oh, my God. So Next time, you're going to have to get a colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were all amazing. Holy shit. I know they're always amazing, aren't they? Yes. Say it. They're always amazing. Shut up, Stewie, you big idiot. Shut up, fat man. <laughs> You're oh. nasty. <laughs> What the hell do I get in here? Giggity, giggity, giggity. I'm so happy I didn't get high before this interview. <laughs> but pardon me, which is not dead. <laughs> so, what the hell, Peter? What the hell, Dinga? Giggity. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> So, so with Freak Show and the pop-up, uh, with talking to Paul, the reason we had the Zoom was because I told him I was going to be having you on, and Jesus, I might actually have a heart attack. Call you pop <laughs> on. But um, the reason we had the Zoom call, one one of the reasons also to shoot the shit was because um, I was like, all right, how much information can I give out? I was like, I'm going to have Chris on and everything. I'm like, I don't want to you know, spill too many beans. So, you know, obviously within that time, you know, we have a lineup announced and all that because that dude works fucking fast. So, you know, you got the lineup. You got Marianne Toyle. You got Ozzy Blood, Cataphilia Black. Um, the, the the newcomers, the, the jaw, uh, the mouth suspension, the, the Mary, Maria Knox, I think. Yep. The, all these amazing acts. Anyone listening, I'm going to put the link in the in the bio. Go see the lineup and all that. What is there anything that you can tell the viewers that, you know, I obviously know a handful of stuff, but anything to tell the, the viewers, listeners what to expect or you know what kind of they're in for what the idea of this pop-up freak show is it was at this point that dingus knew he fucked up <laughs> um yeah uh my friend andy and i um it's basically um it's a two-hour it's an hour and four, it's an hour and a half, but we're calling it kind of like a two-hour deal with a fifteen-minute interview uh, intermission of sideshow acts, of um, you know, silly games and magic and um, music. Um, basically, it's a smaller version of the midway that we had in August that is um geared towards you know just the the general i don't want to say the general public general public um you know obviously the stuff that we're doing in in at the campground is um it's a little more free right i mean you know yeah. everyone can, you can wear what you want and you're out in the campground and do what you want and that's cool 
Um, but yeah, this is this is going to be um, basically take the midway experience um, and and put it into this smaller performance area and get 150 people to sit there and laugh their asses off and be completely entertained by this this uh this collection of performers that are coming from everywhere like you know ozzy's coming from 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 nevada i think we've got somebody coming in from from texas um uh, i think that's the i think that's the balloon guy i think he's from from texas i can't think of his name i'm, I'm awful i'm sorry but I've, I've ruined everything now. I can't remember the name. It's okay. I couldn't either. I think it's yeah. like Dan Faceblock or something. Yeah, I think it's like that. But I mean, you know, all these people are coming in, and Paul's worked some um, some magic to get these people to come down. And as soon as the stuff went off in in August, um, people saw videos and people saw all the social media posts about it. And then as soon as he got home, like you know, the answering machine light was just you know flashing constantly and it's like all right you know what do we gotta who do we gotta bring into here now you know people are like we want to come we want to be involved we want to do this and we're like you want to do this game on um so yeah it's gonna be um it's gonna be basically like you know 45 minutes of 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 crazy um fun um well it's like a 45 minute warm-up basically and then 45 minutes of show and then a little intermission and then um and then another another 45 minutes of like extreme like sideshow crazy sideshow stuff it's gonna be awesome and then you know basically another after the show kind of a meet and greet type of thing and um you don't have to go home but you can't stay here (laughs) 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 i I think that was on the um the schedule for freak show on the last day you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can't stay here or you can but you gotta but you gotta pay (laughs) well i i know personally i went to uh, mcdonald's in connecticut and then i went home (laughs) 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 i i drove from vermont to connecticut said i need to piss i need gas i need to eat and I found a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had some road McDonald's. It was fantastic. Nothing, but there's nothing wrong with Road Mac. There's nothing oh, no. wrong with the Road Mac. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it's um, gonna it's gonna be an experience. Like I I can't wait personally. And I know he was saying, like, it's something, you know. It's gonna be the first one and hopefully not the last one leading up to that big event to just really give people yeah. a taste of what the you know the weekend freak show in vermont's all about because obviously they're you could fill so much more into a weekend you're dealing with what 72 hours plus instead of you know two hours so right let's not forget night meets i I was about to say you you know how many (laughs) nights of night meets that is at 72 hours that's three (laughs) nights of night meets like Mm, i do love me some night meets oh shit I think you OD'd one night on my on night meets. I think <laughs> I've I I did, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, there's always room for more night meets. I know. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if Mike's listening, but I didn't forget. You said that there you got you got ribs with my name on it for uh, the next night meets we share. So 
Oh my god, Mike makes them amazing. The ribs were like stupid. The the ribs and the, pull, the pulled pork. Oh yeah, the pulled no, pork was it, was. it was so stupid. It was oh my god. It's like I, I I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, yeah. So you know you do a lot of stuff. You you know. Yep. It's obvious, and obviously, I'm gonna have to have you on for another episode down the road because there's so much more shit to talk about. Oh, we've got tons. I feel like we can't go this first episode because I feel like she would get a little angry if we don't talk about your sister Veronica. Oh, don't you? She don't mention her name three times, then she shows up. Veronica, I met a freak show, and uh, Veronica was very fantastic and she herself she does amazing uh like modeling horror photography i see she's really getting in the halloween spirit so it's like it's one of those things i feel like this episode i'm sorry but veronica needs to be talked about fine let's talk about my evil twin sister who's three minutes older mommy loves best let's just pull the band-aid Write the Christ off. Where do you want to go? I'll go get her. The, the, you, you no. <laughs> yeah, just go. Just go get her. Go get her. I'm here. Hello. Hey, Veronica. How's it going? I'm doing good, Dingus. How are you? I'm pretty well. Just doing the podcast, you know, with your brother. And uh, uh I, I had to, why did I had you to have to mention to him? Well, I mentioned you three times, and look who's on the podcast now. Uh, fuck him. <laughs> so, so how's it going? I see um, you've been doing a lot of photography, like uh, modeling lately. I've been seeing a lot of photographs, horror-inspired and stuff. Very nice stuff. Tell me about oh, it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. You know, trying to, get, to keep the name out there. I am internet famous, in case anyone didn't know. Veronica Marie. Fictitious Veronica Marie on Instagram. Drop my, drop my, 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 uh, what do you call your, it? Your handle? I don't know. Your, your my link? handle. Thank you. Thank you. My link. <laughs> so so um, famous on the internet. You don't even know the lingo. I love it. I don't even know the link. I just, I just put stuff out. I'm just told, go do this, shoot this, put this on. It'll be amazing. And then it is. And I just, I just go to the next thing. <laughs> that's the way to be though <laughs> i i don't want to bring them up but it seems like you and your brother are very much alike but you are three minutes older i am please remind him of that next time you talk to him three not not 230 not 245 three minutes solid three minutes i pushed my way out ahead of him <laughs> you pushed him out of the way and said i'm going first had enough oh, bitch get out of my way <laughs> so when um you know, with this modeling, when did you get into like being so photogenic and shit? Tell me about it. Oh, well, for 40 years, I was kept in a closet. <laughs> oh, three three minutes oh. older, but not not the favorite. Yeah, it I'm was, sorry. you know, European marriages, very arranged. You know, you're basically trophy wife materials seen, seen, not heard from. Um mm. And then the, uh, it was a, uh, it was kind of like a Luxembourg thing, you know, it was a very, uh, 
state that was sort of taken over by an Eastern European country we will not mention. And uh, they dissolved the monarchy, and I had to move home with my brother. Uh, it was awful. Originally, I was a countess, um, and I and um, well, shit, you know, things just don't work out when when militaries move in and you know start taking everything that you had, and then dissolve things, and then say go home. I go, I don't want to go home. He's there, but and he's not nice. Now you got a smartphone, internet fame, and you're doing a oh. lot. It seems like a pretty good life, I must say. He's jealous. He does film work. He does all his other horse shit. I've done film work and all that other horse shit. But I'm out there all the time. He hates having his picture taken. I love my picture taken. I am an absolute photo whore. <laughs> and it or, seems as, like- or, as, or as Joe Pesci, or as Joe Pesci a whore. A whore. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm from Jersey, so I love that. I love the Joe Pesci. We we used to service his one house over on uh, Lavalette. It's sold since then, but oh. yeah. But Joe Joe's a great guy. I never met, but <laughs> but I see that you're a little bit of a uh, a gore whore too with your photographs. Well, yeah, a lot, you of, know, horror, a lot of blood. Tis the season, you know. You gotta you gotta you gotta give the you gotta give the public what they want. That, that's I, what said, I do. I know the one who was talking about uh hiding a body is that you know kind of some sibling rivalry taking uh some stabs to say uh, in the best words. Yeah, there's always, you know, there's always there's always a hiding place. You know, he you know, he does all this construction and he knows all the spaces and then and then you know he's he talks in his sleep. So he gives me the locations and, and then, you know, I just write them down in a little book. And then if he gets out of line, I just tell him that I know some of his hiding spots. It's interesting. He gets very wide eyed. <laughs> then he threatens to call mom and I'm like, call mom. She loves me best. <laughs> I came, out, came out three minutes earlier. I came out three minutes earlier. Mom <laughs> likes me. <laughs> now we, we were talking about freak show and all that i met you at freak show a lovely time you helped me on the wheel thank you very much you're welcome you're welcome yeah dad i wanted to make sure i was strapped in that thing good so i didn't fall on my head and oh, you know got I, you strapped in baby yes uh, last thing i need is another head injury because that's when <laughs> i started to go all uphill and it's great since then <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I was the uh, I was the official uh, carnival barker along with Paul Blackbeard. Um, so we did the that was the Saturday and Sunday version, which was super. Uh, Friday, I'm sorry, Friday and Saturday version, super fun. Um, you know, I love entertaining with him. I love doing the carnival barking. I love interacting with the crowd. Um, it was just, it was a really super, super fun time. And then, you know, bumping into you and then then you weren't sure if you were talking to me earlier. And I was like, I've never met you before. What are you talking about? And you're like, Oh, you look like a person. And I go, Oh, you didn't. I, 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 I am sorry. I've mistaken you for your three minute younger. Brother. I have tits. <laughs> Three minutes. I, <laughs> I know. Hey, listen. Plastic, real. It's both are just as common nowadays. You know, it's right. whatever. 
But yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure, and I am sorry for the mix-up. Also, knowing that's so fine. Now, it's fine. You're strong, forgiven. Knowing how strongly you dislike your brother, um, I tolerate those... him. I don't really dislike him. I just tolerate him. All right. So, so it's a typical. It's been half know, a century. Yeah, half it's a t- century of tolerance. <laughs> now, don't tell him I said this, but you definitely you might be three minutes older, but you look younger. Oh, absolutely. Makeup, duct tape, uh, fishing line. What else can I use? Holy shit. <laughs> Super I, glue. I, it didn't look like it was pulling at all. Oh, no. It didn't I've look pulling pat, at all. Baby. <laughs> smooth, smooth as a I button. Look like a young, I look like a young, uh, a, a, a young, uh, you know, Rita Hayworth, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who Rita Hayworth is, but yeah, you do. Okay. I'm like I'm like 29 going on 29. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, will you be making an appearance at the Pop Up Freak Show, or are you going to be staying home for this one? I have to talk to my agent. He may have me double booked. So, we'll we'll that's to be remains to be seen. Yeah, I I know that it was uh, you know, you had a trailer you. It, w- it was a big thing to get yeah. you at the first freak show. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm I mean, sure you'll be back at a rider, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll be at the freak show in Vermont for sure. So, oh, yeah. We'll be seeing each other there, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So, before uh, before I summon your brother back, is there anything you want to talk about with the, the, with the modeling or anything? Or. I, I know this was kind of spur of the moment. I'm sorry to drag you in. You know, oh, I know my goodness. I, I should have talked to your agent first. I feel a little uh, bad well, about this. Yeah, that's unfortunately my agent is also my brother. So uh, there's that whole so thing. That's how, yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, you probably thought Do you have any idea paycheck? what he charges? Like he, off the top, it's it's like it's like fucking blackmail. So that's why he pulled you on. <laughs> so I might be getting a bill for this. No, well, no, no, no. This was this. This is this is. I get to have room and board for the week. <laughs> All right. I, I I see how it goes. No, now. All kidding, right. kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> uh, no, so um, always booking Veronica Marie. It's on Facebook, uh, on Instagram. It's fictitious Veronica Marie. Um, I do uh pinup stuff i love the styles from the 50s 60s and 70s uh we do horror we'll do fetish work we'll do pretty much anything um we do publications i've been published seven times this year so which was super cool um ready to camera ready um always booking that's fictitious veronica marie on instagram See the link below. I'm sure you're gonna do that one of those. See the link below. Oh yeah, it's. I always put all the um, you know, all the social media links in the description of the podcast. Uh, Don't tell your brother. I will put yours first for you. And I'll say always book. No, I I will. I will. I will do that for you. Thank you. If he asks his are first, and if he asks me why yours are first, I'll just say there was a mix up in the printing. But um, that's fine. I love you, Nicholas. <laughs> love you too, V. I will see you every okay. show. Yes.
right. hold, hold on. You just what are you are you done? Yes. Get out of the way. Go make me a sandwich. Fine. Oh. Bye, Nicholas. See you, Veronica. Bye. All right. Well, I'm sorry. That was awful, but I had to go to the bathroom, so that was worth it. Oh no, you're you're totally fine. It's, okay, good. It, good. It was, it, it was very, you? not at all. It was all fantastic. Right, good, good, good. She did great. She, you know, plugged all of her stuff, so it was very good. Oh, uh, good. That's another percentage point for me. <laughs> hey, yeah, we we talked a little bit on the business side of things, but. You know, she said that there was no percentage, but you better make sure the room and board is extra cozy for. Her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's always the basement, so <laughs> she. Lives. Oh my god! But yeah, I don't know if um, is there anything? As I said, you you do so much stuff and more than I I knew about. You know, this yeah. this first time getting to sit and bullshit and everything. So. I don't know if there's anything you want to touch on this episode. I definitely want to have you back down the road. You know, oh, I'd love to be back. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered. You know, we kind of we dip, definitely dipped our toe into into uh, into some topics. Um, no, I think right now, really, just to, you know, for the push is you know, as we've been talking earlier, it's um, Blackbeard's pop up. You know, November 25th. It's in Lynn, Massachusetts. It's on Facebook. Um, it's on uh, on blackbeardendeavors.com. It's going to be on um, on Blackbeard uh, Provisions, I believe, is going to be uh, carrying some information for that, too. But it's definitely on blackbeardendeavors.com. Um, check out the pop-up. That's really the push. You know, um, It's going to be an amazing time. Um, you get to see basically some of my handiwork. You get to see your handiwork. So I can't wait to see you guys down there. It's going to be awesome. Marianne's going to be there. Ozzy's going to be there. It's going to be, you know, basically take the take the August show and condense it down a little bit, make it a little crazier, and um, have some real, real good fun doing so. Oh yeah, it, it's I I can't wait for it. It's the last event I have booked this year. And then I'm not doing anything until next year. Oh, so shit. I like, call bullshit on that. <laughs> well, we'll, no, have, it was, we'll have you up at the Christmas party. <laughs> well, it was what, something like that's fun, though. But like yeah, with yeah, um, yeah. with like after Freak Show, like you were saying, like Marianne taking all these shows and stuff. I'm like, all right, I got a show in September. I'm vending in October. And then a show that hasn't fully been announced yet in January in New Hampshire. Nice, nice. I'm like I'm leaving it at that. Okay, okay, that's that's a teaser. I got teaser. That's a good teaser. But then it was all of a sudden. Now I have a show before, uh, before the vending event in October. The pop up got solidified. My one band were doing a reunion show in November. Like, I'm like, oh, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> so <laughs> so the, the the freak show is gonna be my send off of. You know, event events. Nice. Christmas, Christmas party's nice, but it's going to be my send off until next year. And then next year, it's balls to the wall. Yeah. No, it's going to be fun. And I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to having you there and seeing you there. Um, yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Oh, yeah. Hitch a ride to our guest socials as we go for a little ego trip. Before we end it, it's that time that we do the ego trip. 
And you plug all your socials. I'm going to jot them down the old uh, cellular device so I don't forget them. All right. People can find you and keep up with what you're doing. I'm going to also plug all of uh, the Blackbeard's information again just for the freak show and all that. And also Veronica mm-hmm. dropped hers. We'll have that as well. Oh yeah. Well, I'll drop hers as well. So she's, she's obviously on uh, because well, because she's three minutes early ah. <laughs> and she's staring at me from around the corner. Go make me a sandwich. I will. Um, uh, she's on, uh, Instagram on fictitious Veronica Marie, uh, on Instagram. She's on Facebook as Veronica Marie. I believe she has a page and um, and an actual profile that's under her. Um, that's really let's keep her down to those two because uh, then she gets her ego gets inflated a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> I am um, I'm on Instagram as well. It's under uh, Sherman Productions. Sherman underscore Productions. Um. You know, basically, it's just a showcase of uh, photography work that I do, uh, some set stuff that I've built, um, just some random, sometimes just not so spectacular things. But, you know, it keeps me interested. Um, but I kind of do that stuff. So we're always, always booking, always building um, that kind of material. And uh, the same thing for um, some of the BDSM stuff that we're building. Uh, you can contact me through the Instagram page. Uh, that's again, that's Sherman underscore productions uh, on Instagram. So um, yeah, it's uh, that's basically all I've got. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I could probably have more, but I don't. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm honestly highly disappointed. I'm I sorry. Need, I need that fucking YouTube to watch these fucking. Oh, well, I'll, get you those. I'll get send you the link. I don't know the link off the top of my head, but I will send you the link after we're done, and I will send you All those right. uh, post post haste. All right. Well, anyone listening, make sure you hit the bio for the link of the short films. Yeah, hit that yes. subscribe, hit the notification bell, drop a like, drop a comment. You know that YouTube algorithm shit. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it, damn it. Do it. <laughs> so that that's it for your uh socials? That's, yeah, that's all I really got. I mean, I you know, they everyone keeps telling me that I need to get something for the shop for the other thing, and I was like, eh, I don't I, I gotta manage her, I gotta manage me. Yeah, I, uh, she's enough, she's a handful, you know. Oh yeah. So. yeah I know uh at Freak Show Sin was saying you didn't have a shop because I was getting cards from the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone's like, "Yeah, Chris doesn't have a shop or anything. Keep telling him he needs to do it." But yeah, I know, I do, I do, I do. It's just you know, again, every time I get ready to sit down and start doing design work for for myself, then you know, she. Oh, thank you. Let's just put it there. Is that mayonnaise on there? Yeah, I don't, I don't like mayonnaise. Oh, you know that. I'm sorry. Hold, hold on for a second. Hey, can you get rid of the mayonnaise? Yeah, I'll get rid of the mayonnaise. Thank you. Um, who puts it's too much mayonnaise? Ugh. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Every time I sit down to do something, um, she chimes in and, and needs me to to book something or to build something or to sew something for her. And and I mean, you think she can sew? She can't sew. I'm the guy that sews all of her outfits. Um, and makes alterations on all of her stuff. So, um, 
So yeah, it's always her first. It's like since birth. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Three minutes. It's I, yeah, it's like a goddamn <laughs> lifetime. And she lived with me still. I mean, you know, you get kicked out of Eastern Europe. You know, uh, you think you could, you know, have something squirreled away. No, no. She calls hey. mom, and then mom comes and says, calls me and says, "You're taking your sister in." Hey, it's. You're doing a very good thing. You're doing a great job managing her and all that. I know it's yeah. a little rough, but I'm keeping her from the public. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you landlords out there, you're be grateful. You don't have to deal with her. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> and everyone, you may or may not know, I'm Nicholas Christian. You can find me at Colt underscore Sure underscore on Facebook and Instagram at terror underscore tunes t-o-o-n-s underscore on instagram facebook and tiktok uh terratunes.bandcamp.com finally uploaded all my fucking paintings on there so you could go buy art on there or buy directly from me because then it's untraceable and also i'll give you a better deal because they take like 10 percent um there's also (laughs) there's also music on there there's music on all streaming platforms and also the grand release of yolk fucking hogan brother finally released the toy that i've been talking about for months it is on there (laughs) brother (laughs) now i'm thinking about the fucking wrestlemania at the rock uh the rock fight we're gonna have wrestlemania 18 i gotta (laughs) We'll, we'll we'll have a rock fight with Yoke Hogan's at the next. We'll have a Yoke fight. <laughs> I'll, I'll print a bunch of Yoke Hogan's and we'll whip resin Yoke Hogan's at each other for the rock fight. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's about it, Chris. Thank you so much cool. for coming on. It's hey, great. thank you, buddy. Thank hey, you very much. Anytime. No, it was fantastic. And as I said, you, there's so much shit. Gotta have you on again, especially you know after watching the stuff on YouTube and the stuff you have in the pipeline coming out and, you know, after freak show, there's a a bunch to catch up on and also a bunch more to learn. So yes, I'm very excited. I look forward to sharing that with you. Yeah, no, I I appreciate it. Great show. Um, you know, uh, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we'll, we'll dip our toe a little further in. We'll go up, we'll go up to our knees this time in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Next, next episode will be up to the knees. And then after that, maybe we'll go belly button or say fuck it and just go fully submerged. Balls deep. Balls deep. deep. The water's cold. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. You take it easy, buddy. And I'll be seeing you you in uh, November or wait. Well, you live in Matt. I'll be in Massachusetts end of October. Oh, okay. Cool. Actually, I should say that end of October. If you want to see some clowns, uh was it the 28th yeah october 28th <laughs> yeah i'm so bad with dates october wow, 28th you're yelling and, at me about not knowing my shit <laughs> in peabody massachusetts at the vfw i shall be playing uh costume extravaganza with a shitload of awesome bands uh i know uh fuck drawing a brink now but i know f- Right, the Negans are playing. Uh, Andy Ryan, I forget what fucking band he's playing with. Can't remember, but Marianne Toilet in the Runs and Terror Tunes will be playing a show together. And it's always fun when me and that gal get together. So oh, yeah. come on out. There's going to be vendors and shit. And if you're not doing anything, just swing all through. 
Cool. Cool. But all right. Take it easy, man. Peace out, man. Later. Bye. Bye. Playing us out on this week's episode of the Cold Shore Podcast. It's Mary and Toilet in the Run with their song. Rule 34.